Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, I'm Ryan. And I'm Lucas. And we're back again to talk about Airbnb hosting and how to be the best host you can be. Uh, Today's topic is how to get a five-star review and how to be, eventually, a super host. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's actually some Airbnb, uh, you know, hosts out there that don't really care about that. There is. um, I've seen it on on the boards. I'm not one of them. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't put that as your target. Like, if you're trying to run a successful business, then especially via Airbnb. And, and on VRBO, it's not called a super host. It's called a premier partner. Yeah. And they have a little bit less of a standard than, you know, Airbnb does. Um, but but it's still, it still it's sets still a standard. High. Yeah, it sets a standard, and there should always be a standard that you're shooting for. And if you're missing that standard, you should try to figure out why you're missing it, right. not just go, oh, I'm just not going to get there. Yeah, no, you should you should fix any problems that keep you from being a super host. You should have that as a goal. I have... Um, uh, it was years ago now, the first time I was eligible for Superhost review, I achieved Superhost, and I've never looked back. I have been a Superhost yeah, every nope, review I've been since. A, I've been a uh, Superhost every time since the first yeah. time I got it as well. Criteria, as long as you're talking about that, you mentioned that briefly. Let's go through it. Airbnb has seven things that your guest is going to review you on. Um, I'm not going to talk at all in this episode about what we review our guests on. That's different. Um, this is how to get good reviews. Uh, first thing that guests are going to review you on, one through five, is their overall experience, okay? Um, and actually, there's eight things. So they're, they're going to ask them, the, the first thing they're going to say is, the overall experience, how was it? So think of it like you're in a restaurant. And just in general, did you have a good experience? They're going to rate you one to five. Um, and then they're going to have all these drilled down different things, you know, like, because if you're, if you're the, you know, the guest in a restaurant, you're going to possibly have a bad experience in the bathroom you you know you think it's too messy you're gonna maybe the food was a little colder than you would have liked but the server was great you feel what i'm saying it's 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 all these different facets right so airbnb starts with that one question okay guest how was your overall experience which is kind of weird that they start with that one you think that one would be at the bottom absolutely i think it should be at the end because or an aggregate i think it should be like a total of these other things yes yes but they they publish uh, the, well, no, it's not published. I almost made a mistake there. Nobody sees the star review you got per person. They see the worded review. Yes. Right? So, so publicly, and how is it on VRBO? Do they see the stars or do they just see the words? Nope. You just see the words. Okay. So same thing, same policy. So you've got, you've got where all they see is the wording. So, and let me stop there and say something. If you get a three or four star review from a guest and it's not going to affect your overall average, and they worded the review to read, great experience, love the house, would stay again. Don't reply to it. Yeah, Don't I made say this a word. mistake. I made this mistake and replied to it because at the time I didn't realize that yeah. new hosts couldn't see that they gave me a new four guests. star. New guests. Yeah, or new, new, new guests. Shopping guests cannot see the actual star. Yeah, they couldn't see the they actual star. They only see the so wording. I thought that I needed to make a reply to what the person like, had put. Hey, you know, yeah, oh, like, thanks for the three I'm star. Adre- <laughs> yeah, and it, and it wasn't mean. It was just me professionally addressing kind right, of what right. kind of what he addressed in my, what they call private feedback. Right, And, right, right, um, right. you know... It, I didn't realize that the guests can't see the star rating, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. So, all right, so they got the overall experience, one through five. They're going to hit you with a score. 
they're going to follow that up with uh, the first and most important thing um, with the first question is cleanliness. And they're going to ask for a five, uh, one through five star review on just cleanliness. Okay, so they, they ask, these are the words the guest is going to see. Did you feel the space was clean and tidy? Okay, now remember when I talked about the description of some of my properties that are a bit older units and I said, hey, just so you all know, when you stay here, this is a 100 plus year old building. There are, there are fixtures and things about the building that are that age. Do not rate us low on cleanliness because of the age of our building, da 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 da, da. Okay, so even no matter what vintage your building is, make sure that it's clean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Make you sure got it's original baseboard trim or, or crown molding. Dust it. Yeah, just okay? make sure it's dusted, fingerprints removed, right. stuff is clean. Right. You know, they know the they it's you know a, a good lasting effect from the cleaning. I like is I make sure my cleaners leave that clean smell in the unit. So when yes. a guest walks in, it just smells clean. Now it doesn't smell like bleach. It smells like a lavender scented, whatever they mopped the floor. Something with, that gives clean. you especially in a COVID era, okay. There are sanitation criteria that you'll learn as a host that uh, were put uh, in place due to COVID. Yeah. Um, and there is there's an expectation by Airbnb that we're going to do these things. And if if a person walks into a unit that has supposedly just been cleaned that afternoon, and it feels stale, like there isn't a clean smell, yeah. that's that's going to give them the wrong idea. Um, sometimes I'll use little mild, and I set them really low. I'll I'll put those little Glade. Uh, air freshener things in the yeah. outlets and guys i'm stressing this heavily keep it low don't overdo them they know when they're too high one you'll burn them out they'll be gone in 30 days and you'll be getting refills all the time that's a pain in the butt don't do that but um just to give that smell you want to give them a clean smell yep. okay so cleanliness now we talked about the cleaners in the last episode and how, how important they are yep uh we're going to just, we, we are spending a lot of time on this very first point. We're already, you know, several minutes into this episode. And we're still on cleanliness. It's that important, people. Make sure your cleaners understand every little fingerprint on a glass top table, every mirror, okay? Don't have the toothpaste that's been splashed up there from the last guest still there. And let me just say this without grossing anybody out. You ready? Hair is your nemesis. I'm not exaggerating. If your cleaners do not understand the the importance of getting nasty hair out of the unit you're going to get a four star because of one hair in the tub when the next guest shows up that's a serious statement okay next thing that they can rate you on is accuracy so how accurately did the listing page represent the space okay we talked about that already write your descriptions from the get-go correct okay we're not going to sit and repeat all that stuff so make sure that they got what they expected to get when they got to your house accuracy in the listing Check-in, how smoothly did the check-in go? Again, we've covered this in another yep. episode. Make sure it's easy to check in. Yep, make sure it's easy to check in. Do the automation we talked about, anti-key, okay? Easy, easy, easy. One of the things that's going to get you a low star on check-in is if they have a cluster of some kind and you don't pick up the phone and they're standing outside your house Yep. and they can't get in. Communication, how well did you communicate before and during the stay? We spoke about we this. We spoke about that, not over-communicating, right? Um, again, be available. If they call you for any reason, if they write you a message on Airbnb for any reason and you don't get back to them, you're going to get low communication for slow responses. Yeah, keep the communication to a, a minimum, what you need to get out to them, get out to them. But, but then, be available. But be available so right. that if they need to right. communicate with you, they can. And a, a word of caution to folks with uh, Android phones. Um, I learned this the hard way recently, uh, and so did uh, several of my other hosts in the Minneapolis area that I, I know and talk to on a regular basis. Um, 
there's a power saving mode in your phone that will take Airbnb messages and consider them not that important. And really? They, yep. Power when, saving mode on an Android phone. I have an iPhone, but I, I would I kind of want to know if it does that. So the next time I put right. it in low battery mode, I'll right. see if it does that. Oh, absolutely. It'll 100% knock it down. Um, I'm almost certain of that. Um, one of my one of my associates that's also a host, um, and, and she runs the properties of her own, she was just constantly complaining, you know, I don't know what's wrong with the Airbnb app. And I'm just like, hey, uh, I sent her a screenshot of the settings, and I said, Are, do you have this button pressed? Do you have the power save button? She says, Yeah. And I'm like, you need to turn that off. And it was so funny. The second she turned it off, her phone was blowing up with notifications that had been in queue. Uh, emails, everything. Okay, wow. so uh, be careful about that. It will ruin your communication ability. And you will get a low star rating because you tried to save battery on your phone. Sorry. That's not yep. cool. Be available. Location. Now, this this one I have a love-hate relationship yeah, with. Yeah, it's subjective. <laughs> it's subjective big time. Okay, you, I don't have a love-hate relationship with it. I hate it. it they're not, <laughs> yeah, they're not, I mean, they are asking you, like, are you located next to a mountain? Are you next to the ocean? Did you accurately describe the location of your place? Like, for mine, could you see the ocean from the balcony? Could you see the beach? You know, what was yeah. your view? But they're also asking, are you close to the grocery store? Are you right. close to anything to do? Are you, right. you know, and, and that becomes subjective of. Well, and part of it is, um, did you say correctly how far you are from this, that, or the other thing? Yes. You know, did you say you're 20 minutes from some landmark and it's actually 30? You just lied. You're going to get a low rating on that. People will, people count on your description of where you're at. To, to properly book a place to, to do the things that on, on my Airbnb um, I've taken the other things to note section and copied and pasted into VRBO because they don't have one uh, but in my other things to note section I have a location thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it spells out how far in miles I took my GPS mm-hmm. not minutes miles miles and minutes I put okay. miles and minutes so they know because I took my GPS mm-hmm. and I sat in the building I was like how far am I away from right, this place? right 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 and that way they can't but what time it, of day did you do it that's true. I did well. I did it in the middle See, of the day, guys. It's subjective. So if if you say you're 15 minutes from something and you you checked it at noon on a Sunday, it's probably accurate on noon on Sunday only. But if if somebody wanted to get to this other location during an event, during yeah, some other, they, they come during Daytona 500. And they minutes, want to go you know? to the Speedway. Well, right. normally it's 15 minutes, but the Daytona 500, you're gonna take you an hour to get there. Right. So I mean, keep those things in mind, folks. List the distance and list the mileage, and then maybe even make a note. Um, in normal times, in low traffic time, average time, or something of that nature to, yep. to, to communicate. And that, that, again, goes back to the accurate description that you wrote from the beginning. Correct. We've covered that. Uh, you know, uh, Value is another one that I don't love. Um, I don't love value because here we are, um, post-pandemic, we've had a lot of fluctuation over the last year and a half, year, uh, in, in pricing. And there were times when to stay competitive, um, I'm, I'm literally giving up my units for, I don't know, two thirds of what I normally would, or even less. And you get these folks that are in there at almost half off and you know, they, they, they get to decide whether or not you were a value. It's like, well, I'm not a big on. fan of the value. You know, no. it's I've, there. We can't fight it. I'm but. totally for hosts who have one property. However, the hosts that have one property, especially like if they have, you know, a house or, or anything like that, they like. They, they love to give snacks or little goody things. Yeah. And then you have a guest who stays with me, and I, and I don't do that. It would cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It would cost me hundreds of dollars. Um, just to but throw now, some popcorn Now out. there's a potential that I just lost a star because I didn't do the same thing as another host. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, they become a standard, or they've shown up to a couple places and they got these big goodies or, yeah. or these whole baskets and stuff let, like let that. Let me say something that's going to get us just absolutely assailed by fellow hosts. 
there's going to be some pros out there that are like setting up that gift basket, right? And they've got the bottle of wine with some gourmet cheese and the crackers. They're giving this all away. Well, they're probably also charging 500 a night to stay in some ski resort Airbnb. Yeah. You come to my Airbnb and it's like, here's the Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> no granola the, bar, no no anything. For big for big <laughs> events, the people that are that are big spenders on those big event weeks for us in Daytona Beach, yeah. I do have an agreement with my owners See, that that's they great get a to gift know. basket. That is good to know. Now, those those times um I think you've told me that you are 2.5 times your normal rate. Yes. For the you can totally afford to throw that at them. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That goes a long way to getting that five-star review in that scenario. Yes. Um, I could throw a gift basket at some of these folks that are getting 50% off, and they won't give me any higher for value. They just won't. Yes. It's I not going to matter to them. It's the same same with my weekly rentals. They might be, you know, obviously expensive, but they're not expecting that. So. Right, right. Last thing that they get to... Um, hit us on is uh, referred to as amenities. So how did the guests feel about the amenities that were available during their stay? Um, they go on to describe that as saying, guests often care that all of the amenities listed are available working and in good condition. So again, this is hitting on the dead horse we keep beating called description of your property being accurate. But another one that in the condo world for me is subjective. I Absolutely. can't, I don't know when the sauna is broken at one of the buildings. Yeah. And if it's broken and a guest wants to use it, I'm like, I'm sorry. So wouldn't you say that to mitigate when an amenity uh, can be, it, it can come and go, wouldn't you say to mitigate as much communication ahead of time as possible is very key on that. Correct. Saying, a lot of times I just found out XYZ is not working. Yeah, I had a guest here last week that said, Hey Lucas, the pool is not eighty degrees. Our pool is an infinity pool heated to eighty degrees year round. It's not really heated year round. We say year round, it's got a pool heater in it year round. If it's above eighty degrees in Florida, we're not heating the pool. That's a waste of time. If it's a hundred degrees outside, obviously the water's already gonna be above eighty degrees. When the temperature drops below eighty degrees, we heat it. The pool heater was out. This person recognized that the pool heater was out. And, and, you know, I sent an email over to the condo association. They said they're getting it worked on. You know, I don't want to lose a star for something that I can't control. And that's something that, you know, I have a heads up on. So, again, I'm not a huge fan of the amenity section, but just make sure you're describing them accurately. That's what it comes down to, guys, is when it it comes to amenities is are they there? The things you said were going to be there. Are they there? And are they working? And and all that good stuff. And I'm going to just hit on this and say it this way. I do this in my other businesses where I'm selling my services. I over, I under uh, promise and I over deliver. So in other words, if I already know I'm going to do something, sometimes I don't even bother writing down that I'm going to do it because then when we're all done with the project and I've got it in my calendar to do this extra thing, I give it to them for free. So under promise, over deliver. If you do it the other way around and you over promise and under deliver, I promise you, you're going to get nicked on your reviews. Yep. The last thing they can do in a review is they can leave you what's called compliments, um, at least in Airbnb. And what it is, is there's just these little badges, so to speak, that they can click on. The compliments are between you and the guest. It doesn't really go anywhere, but it does give you some metrics that you know, how many people rated these things for you. You can go look at it in your performance tab, right, but it's a, right. it's, it's a you thing, so you can know where you need yeah. to improve. And it and, makes and you feel good. Um, yep. If somebody gives you a five-star review um, and the, the actual worded review is like maybe two sentences or three words... And I got that here recently. Five, right? I rented to a guy and he put great host. <laughs> like, well, thanks for the five cool. star. <laughs> well, he obviously didn't have time for you. Yeah. So, so, you know, they, they, they crank out a five star review. They leave a super short review, but then the compliments are just zero. They don't click on any badges at all. The truth is you can read through the lines on that. That was probably 
um, you got lucky and it was a four-star review and they just weren't impressed. Um, or, guys, there's always people out there that just refuse to give a five. That will happen. So don't get offended when you get a four, but the compliments can make you feel better because you'll get a five-star review and they can choose from sparkling clean, outstanding hospitality, thoughtful touches, quick responses, amazing amenities, and stylish space. Those are the options. Um, if someone clicks all of them, they like you. Cool. Um, they just make you feel good. And again, it goes into your metrics so you can see where things are trending for your building. Um, and you can use them as feedback for yourself. So, um, All right. So just remember again, um, you're going to get reviewed quarterly to become a super host if you maintain a 4.8 or higher on your overall portfolio. That's all of your properties put together. So if you have 12 listings... If one of them is slipping, right, and it's a 4.7, you're not going to lose Superhost. Yeah, I think they, the Superhost is 4.8. They have a response time of response X amount of Response rate and, and cancellation. And cancellation. Uh, super quick before we end this one, um, cancellations are not a good thing to do as a host. Don't do it. You can't do it because uh, on Airbnb, if you cancel even one time, you won't be a host for a full year. Yeah, uh, super, host. super host for super a full host year. For a full year. Um, they they will take the badge away, and you won't have that compliment anymore on your profile. So, uh, avoid uh, cancellations. That that's just that's on you. If you need to cancel because you misscheduled something, that's your fault. Don't do that. Run your business like a responsible business owner. Make sure that every time you get a reservation, you can follow through on it. All right, cool. Um, let's wrap it up with that. In the meantime, be the best host you can be, and get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.